0: Well, good morning, everyone. Happy Father's Day to everyone out there. It's so good to have you all here. And like I said earlier, it's such a bummer that we have to be inside. But um, wow, we needed that rain so bad. So praise God for the rain. Um, Let's come together in prayer as we begin our message today. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence with us today, that you are resting on the hearts of each and every one of us. We pray that your words would sink into us today, Lord, that they would help us to grow deeper in connection with you and your Holy Spirit as you guide us and lead us in every walk of life, Lord. Um, Would we leave today filled with more boldness, less fear, and a deeper awareness of your presence with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this last week, we had an awesome week at day camp, and we had over around 75 day campers. That's from preschool all the way through sixth grade. We had six cabin leaders from Riverside join us, leading all of the random activities that you saw in our video this last week. We had around 20 volunteers, so thank you to all of our volunteers and to everyone who donated items to make day camp go smoothly it was such a great week especially after the year that we've had like last year around this time we weren't having day camp in person and everything had to be online we were dropping off craft kits at homes and andrew and i and some other folks chris and kelly were scrambling to take videos and get those posted online for kids and that was awesome but being in person um just in the presence of one another with god was Such a blessing the theme for this week um, from Riverside is brand new It was brand new um, and it still is brand new which is um, from Romans 6 4 and says just as Christ was raised from the dead Through the glory of the Father. We too may live a new life And this new life comes to us because of what Jesus did for us on the cross through the power of his resurrection and the promise of new life that he gives us in the future for our salvation, but also now, here on earth, right now. And as I was reading this scripture, I noticed how it said that we too may live a new life, and it reminded me that we have an invitation from God to join in this new life that he's offering us right now. This is something that Jesus Christ offers us to take part in and he's inviting you into that every single day to live into that new life that he's given you. In 1 Corinthians 5:17 it says, "Therefore, I'm a little louder now. Thank you. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here." Jesus Christ makes you a new creation. So turn to the person next to you and say, "I am a new creation." Yes, you are a new creation. We are all made new with Jesus Christ. And this last week, um, there were five things that the kids were going to learn about when it comes to being made new, brand new in the kingdom of God. And those are that God gives us a new life, a new hope, a new love, new vision, and a new spirit. Now, because day camp was only two days, we only got to talk about two of those things. We talked about how um, God gives us new life and new hope. And so today we're going to talk a little bit more on those themes, but also about the new spirit that God gives us, the Holy Spirit that dwells inside each and every one of us as we are new creations, as he gives us a new spirit within us and who guides us and leads us every single day as new creations in the kingdom of God here on earth. And so we're just starting this new series on kingdom urgency, on how the kingdom of God is not just something for the future, but that it's now that we get to participate in. And so what is this kingdom of God? What does that mean? Um, So I want to do a little demonstration. For us with a few kids and we'll see if we have any brave kids that would like to come up i need five kids who would like to come up zach isaac harper hunter one more joel okay come on up all right so um you can all come stand over here for me please we come yeah you can come up here i'll pull you up when it's your turn come stand over here Over here, over here, friends. Okay, so at the beginning of time, God established his kingdom on earth through creation. So I need somebody who will be the kingdom of God for me. Isaac, come on up here. Okay, turn around, everyone, say the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. Okay, the kingdom of God was established here on earth with a people like humanity. Harper, will you be humanity for me? Come on up here. Say, I am human. I am human. Sure, sounds good. All right, so God established people to be in relationship with. He gave them a beautiful creation like the Garden of Eden to live. And then the fall came and darkness came and the kingdom of darkness entered our world. Will you be the kingdom of darkness? Okay, come over here on this side. Okay, say the kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of darkness. Okay, so the kingdom of darkness is like a battlefield here on earth for us. We have the kingdom of God over here, we have humanity in the middle, and then we have the kingdom of darkness over here. So how would you battle for this, this humanity? Here, take a hand. and you take a hand? and battle it out. Okay, don't really. <laughs> but that's kind of how it is. That's how it is in our life every single day when we are new creations with God, made a part of God's kingdom, and yet the enemy is tugging on us to come over here because he sees God as a threat, and he sees us as a threat because God wants us and loves us and cares for us. But then they decided to send Jesus. So, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, you, Hunter, can be Jesus. Okay, so Jesus, you're gonna link arms here with humanity. Here, you're, it's your sister. You can get closer than that. There you go. Just link arms like you're dosy doing. Okay, so <laughs> Jesus is connected to us, He makes a way for us to be connected with God again. Oh, look how strong humanity is with Jesus and with the kingdom of God on our side. And yet you see all of this as a threat. The kingdom of darkness is like, no, I am going to fight harder. I am going to fight harder for you to come to me. And then when Jesus rose from the dead, he sent the Holy Spirit. So, Zach, you get to be the Holy Spirit, and you're going to come on this side, and you're going to link arms with her like you're dozy-doing don't you know how to dosey do yeah. <laughs> all right and so here we are with the work of the whole Trinity we've got the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit all on our side battling for us fighting for us working with us guiding us and leading us every single day in his kingdom here on earth but The future has not come yet where Christ Jesus has returned, and so the kingdom of darkness is going to continue battling for our lives. Yeah, you know how that is. I'm sure you practice that every day at home, right? So the kingdom of God is battling, is fighting, because he sees all of this as a threat and knows that God is powerful. I mean, I think even in our readings today— They knew, the demons knew who Jesus was. They knew that Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God. They knew the power of all of this. And so they keep fighting to try and win us. But look how strong we are in the kingdom of God when we've got the whole work of the Trinity over our lives. All right, everyone, can you say thank you to our helpers? (laughs) Thanks, guys. You can go back to your seats. So in this kingdom, this is a great example of what the kingdom of God is like here on earth, that um, we've got the work of the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit around us, surrounding us in the battles of our lives every single day. And what I think is so important is that we have a role in this that we have a role to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. He's invited us as his creations to join him in his mission in the kingdom of God, to partner with him in helping other people know about him, to experience his power, to experience his healing, to experience his presence. And we have a role in that, of saying yes to his invitation, to joining in his mission. So what does that mean for us to live and walk in the power of the Holy Spirit with this new spirit that we are given with the presence of the Holy Spirit in us? Well, it begins with the example of Jesus Christ. I mean, look at our reading, our gospel reading today. Um, Jesus, who is filled with the Holy Spirit, begins by being tested in the wilderness by Satan, the kingdom of darkness, and then Jesus stood firm and boldly proclaimed the truth of the word of God every time he was faced with a battle. And then Jesus, filled with the Spirit, went out and proclaimed his ministry. He healed people. He cast out demons. He raised people from the dead. And the interesting part of Luke's gospel, his version, is that Jesus begins doing these things even before he calls his disciples. He's filled with the Spirit, and he boldly goes out and begins proclaiming his kingdom. And then He goes and calls his disciples, if you continue into chapter 5, and he begins to raise up apprentices, like Pastor Kurt talked about a couple weeks ago, that he is training people to be part of his kingdom, to be made brand new, filled with his spirit, to go and do the same thing, to go as he has done. And so Jesus is an example for us of boldly living and walking in the power of the Holy Spirit in the kingdom of God here on earth. And that means that we are called to do the same. And when I read that, I'm like, oh my goodness, yikes, because Jesus wants me to go and cast out demons. He wants me to go and pray for people really boldly without any fear. Like, that's kind of scary. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation where you felt that nudge from the Holy Spirit to pray for somebody and you're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. This is scary. It's, it has a lot of fear with it. I agree I have been there but it is possible look at our example from Acts today our reading from Acts 3 Um, I'm gonna reread it because it's short it says one day Peter and John they were going to the temple to pray and there was a man who was lame from birth and he was being carried out to the temple called beautiful I think it's really neat that it's called beautiful because a beautiful thing is happening right there in front of that temple And so he was sitting there when he asked Peter and John for money. And then Peter very boldly looked at him and said, look at us. And he gave them their attention, caught his attention, looking in the eye. And he said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk And taking him by the hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong, and he jumped, and he walked, and he was jumping and praising God. And then people saw what had happened, and they were praising God too. They recognized this man, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened. A few things I want to point out here is that the Holy Spirit had descended on them. Pentecost had happened. The Holy Spirit was with Peter and John, and notice how they didn't have something physical to offer this man. What the guy wanted was money, physical money, and they didn't have that, but what they offered back to him through the power of the Holy Spirit was something physically transforming, wasn't it? They offered him healing through the power of the Holy Spirit, and also notice the way they prayed. It wasn't a prayer that you know even I would typically say, which was, "Jesus, if you can, and it's in your power and, and in your will, would you please heal this person?" They had boldness in their prayer, and they went up and said, "Look at me, and the power of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, walk." And that was their prayer. And in that moment, he was healed. It seems really simple, right? Like, let's just go and let's do that for people and everyone will be healed and everything will be great. But the big question is, what if nothing had happened? What if in our lives we do that and nothing does happen? And certainly this is a question we've all had or experienced in our lives is what if someone gets worse again or they aren't instantly healed? I think this is something that we will wrestle with our whole lives, even me. But what we can say, though, is that they had an encounter of the Holy Spirit. It may not have been an outward thing, it may not have happened yet, but that doesn't mean that something isn't happening through the power of the Holy Spirit. It could have been something emotionally the Holy Spirit was working on, or spiritually, but they had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And what an example Peter and John give us of what it looks like to live into that new spirit of boldness without fear, knowing... That Jesus can, even when we can't. In 1 Timothy, it says, chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. The Spirit God gives us is powerful. It is loving. And it every time we step into that, it is going to help us lean into that more and more every single time it disciplines us to follow him so what does this mean for us today what does it mean for us to live brand new in this brand new spirit that he has given us to boldly proclaim the kingdom of god and live that out in our lives today i believe it begins by listening to the holy spirit and then responding which is difficult because knowing the power that we have been given through the Holy Spirit is one thing, but then using it is kind of scary. Many times in my own life, I have encountered people just in regular conversations who express concerns of sickness or fear or challenges that they're going through in life, and I have felt that nudge from the Holy Spirit of, "Ooh, you should offer prayer right now. They could really use me right now. And I skipped that opportunity out of fear. And maybe you've had that happen to you as well. But then there are other times when I followed through on that nudge, even though it was scary, and I never regret doing it. There was always some sort of encounter that God had with us in that moment. And sometimes things didn't happen, and sometimes things did. But in that moment, the Holy Spirit was doing something, and that was powerful. One time, a long time ago, when we lived in Story City before we moved away and then moved back, I was randomly driving by a friend's house. And when I was out at a stop sign in front of her house, I had this weird spiritual nudge come over me. Um, one of those things that said, you know, just pray right now. I was feeling emotional and um, had this heaviness in my chest, and I was, just knew it was the Holy Spirit telling me to pray. And, I chose not to stop at the house. I just decided to pray and move on. But later that week, I was at Small Group with my friend, and I decided to share this nudge that I had from the Holy Spirit with her. And she immediately started getting emotional and sharing how she was experiencing this overwhelming fear at night that something was going to happen to her kids, and she just couldn't get past this fear and was not sleeping. And so we prayed. We prayed against that fear. Of the enemy. We prayed for protection of the Holy Spirit over her and over her house and over her kids. And in that moment, she experienced this new and refreshing presence from the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't remember what happened after that, um, but in that moment, the Holy Spirit was offering protection and care and peace for her. So how might the Holy Spirit be inviting you to cooperate with him? and respond today begin by pausing and listening and resting in his presence that could mean you get an emotion that comes over you a word or a picture that comes to your mind maybe a prompt from somebody else that says hey i need prayer and you boldly come forward and offer that some people i know have had visions or dreams or experienced physical feelings of that they just need to pray for someone. Or maybe as you're meditating on scripture, it speaks to you in a way that says, I'm meant to pray for somebody right now and help them experience the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. So today I want to challenge you and bless you with the power of the Holy Spirit that you will not live in a spirit of fear but a spirit of boldness, with the presence of the power of the Holy Spirit upon you, and remember that you're a new creation in God, that he gives you everything you need as you walk in step with him. Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you just for filling us with the presence of your Holy Spirit, and we do pray that you would fill us with boldness and power and less fear, God. And when those promptings from the Holy Spirit nudge us, would we listen? Would we not write those off as something different, but take that step, take that risk of faith, knowing that the Holy Spirit works powerfully in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.